0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the first episode of a new series that I'm going to be doing called Teaching with Miss Ambrosia, Everyone's Favorite Teacher. And so on this first episode, we're going to be talking about my philosophy as an educator and my identity as an educator as well now i am recording this at school so if you hear some announcements in the background i do apologize for the interruptions but this is going to be a podcast that not only am i going to do for my portfolio but i think it's something that i'm actually enjoying and that i'm going to do um just throughout my teaching career and just keep track of my thoughts and And feelings and like new technologies and things that I learned and trends and issues that are going on in the education world as well. So um, there will be several episodes as well. We're on this first episode is going to be focused on my philosophy as an educator and my identity. So why did I teach? Um, Why do I want to impact others? Like what is my backstory to even leading up to me teaching? And how do I identify as a teacher? So who am I as a teacher? Who am I as a student? And who am I as a role model? Okay, so um, let's go ahead and get started. That is Lauren Hill that you hear in the background. Um, Everything is everything. So um, anyways, let's go ahead and get started. So why did I decide to teach? Um the reason why I decided to teach is because really deep down inside I always knew that I wanted to be a teacher. But originally I did not get into the teaching field because of the income, the money that teachers make and things. So that kind of turned me away from it. But I knew deep down inside I wanted to teach. I love spreading knowledge. I love helping people. You know, I love being around people. I love talking to people. I just love spreading knowledge. Like if someone has a question, I want to be the one to answer that question, especially if I know it. And I want to teach you that information, right? So I wanted to do a career that I knew that would be rewarding for me, where I felt like I did something, where I accomplished something that day or, you know, that period. You know, I just wanted to come home every day where I felt like I did a great job today, even if it wasn't the greatest lesson that maybe I taught or anything. I wanted to have a career where I knew that I was going to be making a difference and stuff. And we need, there's a need of high quality educators who actually want to teach. And it's not about the money. It's literally about the kids. I believe in our children and I believe in them being our future. And I wanted to be a part of bringing those children up. Okay. Um, I just like I like socializing. You know what I mean? I've always been a social bug. I love to talk. OK. And so that it just fits in perfectly. And the crazy thing is that um, people have stopped me and they have asked me, like, are you a teacher? And I'm like, no, but you know what? I'm going to school to be a teacher. So it's like natural, like it's just a natural thing. And I believe that it is my God given destiny to be um, a teacher and stuff. And so I've never been happier, like in any job that I've ever had until I started teaching, even when days are stressful and, you know, the kids have done um, a poor job on their homework or their behavior was poor. At the end of the day, I still feel like I did something and I accomplished something. Okay. And so let's go to like my backstory of why I wanted to be a teacher, like what what led up to it, okay? So like I was saying, I've always been the type to um to talk to people and this and that. And so when I was a kid, my mom tells this story all the time that how when I was a kid, I used to wake up at the crack of dawn and I would gather up my dolls and do spelling words with them. So I remember I had a doll named Polly. She was a little cabbage patch kid. And so I would be Polly. I would say something like this. Polly. Spell the T-H-E, right? Or I would be like, okay, spell the word what? No, that's not it. It's spelled W-H-A-T. And so my mom, she tells that story all the time and how I used to get on her nerves because she had been working all night and then I wake up at the crack of dawn talking loud, which is, I already talk loud, my voice is deep, and, you know, it, and it carries, and she always um, reminded me of that story, and it's just always been in me. I remember playing with my cousins, and every time we would play school, who was a teacher? Ambrosia was a teacher, always, so it was always in me to want to be a teacher, I just, I, I love it. I love doing it. Like I just love education. I love learning things and and sharing what I just learned as well. Um, and I want to impact others, especially in the urban community. And the reason why I say that is because there's a lot of minorities in the urban community, but there are a lack of minority teachers. Okay. And so Growing up in the school system that I grew up in, um, in Bonner Springs, Kansas, I've only had two black teachers my whole life from middle school, yeah, from middle school to high school in that area, because I started out in the KCK district and, you know, we had quite a few black teachers back then, but there were still more white teachers than there were any minority teachers. And so, um not being able to have like a a teacher that can really connect to you like that really does do something to you. And I'm like I want to see more teachers that look like me, especially like working with some of the are the students that we work with like um the the background. They need to see more minority students. So I decided to come to the district that I am in right now because there is a high concentration of minorities. There is a high concentration of poverty and all kind of different social issues that like touch me, you know what I mean? And, and I see that our students in this area, our kids in this area, they need to see people that look like them, right? Not only do they need positive role models in their life, But I believe it's a lot more meaningful if they have people that look like them or that are minorities like them um, as well. And so I feel that like my job is to impact my students in a positive way. Who knows what they're going through at home and what issues they have there outside of school, right? But I feel that as an educator, If I can just reach one student or two students and totally like help change their mindset, get rid of all that negative. Like, don't think about the negative stuff that you have outside of your life when you're at school. If I can help them to be able to focus on more positive things and show them that, you know what I mean? I feel that that can help change them and they don't have to be um another statistic that we read about on the news or that we look read about or that we hear about on the news or read about in the newspaper you know because and i'm not the type where i want to give up i feel like our students have been given up on in this community in our urban communities and i feel that it's my duty and with the passion that i have i can come in there and i can and show them some things you know what i mean like i can share personal experiences that i dealt with yes even though i did have more of a privileged life than some of my students have and all of that, that doesn't matter. I still want to be able to talk to them. Like, you don't have to do this, do uh, live up to this negativity. You don't have to do that. Like, you can do this and that. And I've dealt with real-life situations that I never thought that I would have had to deal with in my life, but still I have experience and things like that that I can share with my students and stuff and I want to see them do good I want to see them excel as well so I just want to be here to talk to to the students and then why did I choose middle school out of all grades why did I choose middle school I always get that question why did you choose middle school middle school is awesome like because in middle school the students they have so many different things going on within their lives right they're trying to figure out who they are um As a person, where they fit in at, you know, um, they have like some confidence issues and all that. So they struggle with a lot of the same things that I dealt with in middle school. Middle school was the worst time of my life, period. And so... I feel that, you know what, I'm going to come in here and I'm going to work with middle school kids because I know what it's like to be a middle school child and I want them to know that they can make it. If I made it, you can make it through all of the stuff, pimples, puberty, hormones changing, body odors changing, you know, like you feeling great one day, the next day you're not you know, all the, the drama, like the middle school drama, the such and such is dating this person and they don't like her and you know, all this stuff, you know, I like live for that because I find those as teachable moments and I teach lessons in those moments. And so that's how I feel like as how I impact my students and as a role model to them as well. Um, um, Like, the way I identify, like, as an educator, I'm not super strict. I'm not one of those teachers that harp over you and do all of that. No, I tell my kids on the first day, and I tell them, first of all, I let them call me Miss Ambrosia um, because I feel more comfortable with them calling me Miss Ambrosia versus my last name and all of that. So I'm totally fine with that. Just put the Miss in front of it. But, um Like I tell my students on the very first day, I tell them, I say, you know what? Miss Ambrosia is really, really cool, okay? And we can have fun, we can laugh, we can joke, this and that, but there's always a time and a place for everything. When it's time for us to do serious things, then we're going to do serious things. I don't want to be that teacher that has to be mean or you know, um, fuss at you about everything, that's not me. I was like, that's not in my character. I don't want to be that teacher. I want you guys to know that you can come to me and talk to me about anything. So I opened up my heart. I opened up my door for students to come in and be able to speak with me and express whatever issues they may be having with other teachers or with life or um, with school, period. So I'm one of those teachers. Even like when we're doing classwork, like right now, I'm still teaching remote students, but we do the work together. When we're in the, in person, I don't stand in front of my students and, 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 and preach or, you know, teach and do all of that. That's not me. I sit down with them. So I meet them on their level. I want y'all to be comfortable and know that you can learn in my class and know that we're going to do these things together. So that's how I am as a teacher and as a student. I was the same way. Like, I don't I didn't really. Too much care for like the teachers that were like super, super strict and rigid, barely smiled or anything like that. I am a non-traditional student right now, if you think about it, because I have kids, I have a job, you know what I mean? Like I have things outside and I have homework and all of that. So me as a student, I'm like really a, a laid back student. I really have life issues that come through, but I'm a hard worker you know, and I don't give up on anything. You know, I continue to push on and I continue to learn and learn and learn. And so even as a teacher and a student, I learn from my students every single day. Like, I learn from them. I learn from my mistakes. Like, or if I did a lesson or something that um, wasn't that great, I learned from that. Or if maybe I reacted to a student in a way that I shouldn't have because whatever issue I was dealing with that day or that they were dealing with that day, I learned from that. So at the same time as I'm teaching, I am also learning as a student and I am actually a student as well. All right. And so um, I just really want to be a great role model to them and let them know that you can do anything that you put your mind to. Like, I've told my students, like, I've gone through some issues that maybe y'all have gone through as well. You know, I've gone through financial issues too. You know, I've made some decisions in my life that weren't the best, but the key is I did not give up. And so I encourage them, move forward, keep going. Don't ever give up and stuff. And so I'm just grateful that I have this position. I was given this chance to be able to you know, um, to impact my students, to be able to help change, essentially help change the world, because the students that we have, the kids we have now, they are the future leaders of our world, so you never know who you have sitting in your classroom, and so on that note, um, I just really love teaching, there's nothing, another, there's not another job This for me, this is what's for me. And I wouldn't trade this for anything in the world. I absolutely love it. Regardless of, like I said, how bad the day has gone or anything. It's, I just end the day like this. Everything is everything. What is meant to be will be. So that will conclude the first episode of Teaching with Miss Ambrosia, everyone's favorite teacher on the next episode, we're going to be talking about school and classroom culture. And what I'll actually be doing is bringing my 13 year old middle school son on as well. And he's going to join me in discussing um, school culture and classroom culture as well. So stay tuned for that next episode with my 13 year old special guest. All right, love and peace. And again, this is Miss Ambrosia.